You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Greetings and welcome back. This is Theology for the Rest of Us, and I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, and I am recording from the metropolis of the Twin Cities, or more specifically, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Thank you so much for listening. I am traveling for work, so not coming at you from Orlando, but uh, but I know if I, if I don't post an episode for a few days, I'll get a barrage of emails and tweets from all of you out there just saying, hey, where are you at? So when I'm traveling, I think it's important to make sure I take my microphone with me on the road and record episodes for you. And then in, in addition to that, I just I love you guys and I love being away from you. So I made sure I brought my microphone with me to Minneapolis to record episodes. Excited to do this one. This is episode 190. And today I'm going to answer a question that comes from a regular listener, a guy by the name of Joshua sent me an email uh, several weeks back. It's actually been a few months. Joshua, I apologize. It's taken me a while to get back to your question. Um, Joshua sent me a question asking about uh, statues and idols and how we ought to uh, approach this. This is a great, great question I'm going to dive into. Before I do that, quick reminder to everyone about the importance of leaving a review for the podcast. They're a big, big help. In essence, the more good reviews we have, the more people we'll be able to reach. So if you could do me a huge favor, head on over to whatever app or directory you're familiar with, leave a, a great review. That would be a big help. In particular, if you are an Apple user, maybe you're listening to this right now on your iPhone or your iPad in the podcast app, do me a huge favor. Uh, go to the right-hand corner of that app, the little search bar there, click on that, type in theology for the rest of us. That'll pull up the show right there you can leave a review and a five-star rating tell the world you love the podcast that'll be a big big help into in terms of helping us reach more people so thank you so much all right let's get to the topic at hand i've got a email here from a listener named joshua and i'm going to read a portion of the email i won't read the whole thing just uh just a part of it here he says this my question is whether or not statues of jesus should be counted as idol worship the church I attend features a very beautiful statue of Jesus Christ and four of the apostles at the front of the sanctuary, but it makes me very uneasy because it seems to me like they are worshiping him through the form of making him into a statue, which seems to be idol worship. Thanks for your time. Joshua, great question, great email. Thanks for being a great listener. I'm excited to answer this. There is a there is a debate among some Christians as to whether or not making statues or images of uh, supposed images of Jesus are appropriate. Uh, there are some people that say statues are wrong. There are some that would even say that the stained glass windows that are, you know, depictions of uh, Jesus uh, are wrong. There are even there are even some people that would say that the movies that have uh, the character Jesus in it are wrong. You know, um, you know the the movie Son of God and. Uh, the Passion of Christ. Some of these movies that depict Jesus are apparently wrong. Um, there is a segment of Christians that do say that. Um, and they basically are saying that it violates the second commandment. So let me read you the second commandment. I'll give you my thoughts. Exodus chapter 20, uh, verse 4 through 6 says, You shall make for yourself, um, you, will, you shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow to them or worship them. For I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sins of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. Now, as you read this particular commandment from the book of Exodus, I think 
I think the context becomes clear that what God is speaking to is the fact that he, that he himself is the only one worthy of our worship. And that therefore, we should not create anything in the world, create anything that, that is a substitute for God, and we should not bow down to that thing. So the question is, when a church makes or, or has a, a statue of Jesus, are they assuming that this is a substitute for God, and are they bowing down and worshiping it? We have to remember the context, right? Moses is writing the book of Exodus uh, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. God is speaking to Moses and giving him the commandments. And Moses is then writing it down and sharing it with the people of God, the, the children of Israel. Now, in the land all around Israel were all these other pagan groups that were that would worship statues and would worship different things. And they had just come out of Egypt, a place where there was lots of uh, lots of forms of idol worship. And so when they're out in the desert, they are tempted to do what the, the societies around them are doing, and that is to create a statue for the purpose of worshiping. There were societies in that time period, in that era, that were basically saying this statue is a substitute for the thing in heaven. We we can disregard the God in heaven because this statue is the thing we're going to worship. And so what God is clearly declaring to his people is that we should never ever take upon our take it upon ourselves to to take something and make it a substitute for God. We should not disregard God and discount God and his power and his sovereignty in favor of worshiping something that we've made of our own hands or something that we've come across in our lives. And so clearly what God is saying here is, I am the one true God. Don't worship other gods. Don't ignore me and don't create things in your life that you're going to worship in my place. Or or if you do, things will not go well for you. That's in essence what he's saying is an exodus. So I say to Joshua and to anyone whose church may have a statue, did your church create that statue with with the intent of replacing God. Like, did your church create the statue and say, this statue is the actual God. We're going to ignore the one true God. We are replacing God with this statue, and we're going to bow down and worship to this God. Was that their intention? My guess is probably not, right? And so the, the people out there that say we should never make a statue or never have an image of God, I think they are completely ignoring ignoring the intent. Now, I know, Joshua, you're not the one that's saying that. I, I'm not attacking you, okay? I want to make that clear. Joshua is just being, he's, he's inquiring about this, which and it's a great question. But but there are there is a segment of the Christian population that seemingly seems, they seem to ignore the intent, and they say any image of God of any kind is completely wrong and sinful. And I just think that is a little bit, a little bit, legalistic and maybe overly fundamentalistic to some extent. I think I think it's not capturing the actual issue that God is addressing there in the second commandment. I, I think I think it's a very narrow, strict view of the second commandment. But I think God is wanting to, us to take a much grander perspective, a much more holistic perspective. It's not that the image of Jesus is wrong. It's that if we take anything in our life and we try to replace replace God, if we take anything in our life and we and we put it in the place that only God should be, then we have betrayed the second commandment. We have broken the spirit of the second commandment. And God is making it clear that is inappropriate, that only God should be worshiped. Only God is, is deserving of a certain place in our heart and our lives. And that, and that only God is the one we should bow down to.
So do I have a problem with movies that have Jesus or pictures or paintings or statues? Not at all. I, I think they can be fine. They can be beautiful works of art, right? We know that, that we don't know for sure what Jesus even looked like, right? So these are not pictures of Jesus. They're just depictions meant to honor Christ. And if that's what their design is, they're perfectly acceptable. They do not break the second commandment and, and they shouldn't necessarily bother us. However, if there is worship going on, if people are kissing the statue or praying to the statue or, or they're treating it like it's something super valuable, more than just a statue, then we, we're treading on idolatry and that could be a form of worship. But again, if, if, the, if the intent was not necessarily to replace God or to substitute God, then I don't necessarily think there's an issue. The question is not the statue itself. The issue isn't the actual depiction of God. It's the intent as to why the depiction was created in the first place. And if we can understand the intent, then it gives us a better understanding as to whether or not it's appropriate or inappropriate. Hey, Josh, thanks for the email. I really appreciate it. If anyone else, if you have a question or a topic you want me to address on the podcast, shoot me an email. The address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. It's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Hey, if you're on Twitter, find me there. I'd love to connect with you. My Twitter handle is at Kenneth Ortiz. That's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. Hey, if you like listening to a lot of podcasts, check out my other podcast, the Student Ministry Podcast. It's really designed to be a great resource for anyone working in youth ministry. Check it out. The easiest way to find it is studentministrypodcast.com. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been theology for the rest of us.